Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm really excited about Australia and its economic prospects for the future. Uh, it's a very diverse country and there's a lot of change that's coming via uh, education uh, in regard to gender and marriage equality and improving the lives of native Australians. This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shump and in this episode, we'll continue the conversation with Ben Weeding who is a buyer's agent at BuySide. We'll find out the strategy he used to achieve this and how setting his sights high propelled him on the road to financial freedom. Also, before we delve into this episode, go over to propertyinveststory.com and subscribe to receive your free property investor case studies where you'll learn how to generate passive income from your properties. Go there now to sign up for free. There wasn't much holding weeding back from investing in property. However, he describes himself as a risk-adverse investor. I was introduced um, to the benefits of owning a property early from my parents, as I mentioned. Uh, it was just a matter of saving up enough money to get a deposit before I purchased. Um, I, d- I didn't think it would be necessary. Oh, sorry, I would necessarily be investing in property, um, but rather just buying my own home and paying it off as quickly as possible, similar to my parents. Um, in hindsight, this isn't always the best strategy, um, but I, I don't really regret heading down that path initially. Um, I, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm quite a risk-averse investor. I do have a very low LVR or debt-to-equity ratio um, compared to a lot of other uh, people in my current portfolio. For Weeding, making that change from an equities investor to a property investor was all about self-belief. I think probably what I mentioned before about b- believing in myself. I think I think that's probably what's changed. Um, certainly, you know, as an equities trader, um, working other people's orders, um, doing the you know actually doing the trading, I, I felt that I was good enough to do that. And and um, you know, but for me, in the end, it ended up being just a job. Um, but now I, I've really honed my skill set, um, which is that macroeconomic. Uh, analysis um, and overlay with equity markets and financial markets into property markets and that following belief in myself. Um, I really know when I'm out there and I'm talking to to people about property and helping them and educating them that I'm sending a message um, and a different message to you know, what you are hearing in the in the media. In terms of the macro perspective, Weeding is a big believer in the Sydney market and has been for quite some time. 
I've been a big believer in uh, the Sydney market for quite some time, um, and obviously a lot of, all my properties are actually based in Sydney. Uh, Sydney is Sydney <laughs> for what it is, um, and you know I, my feeling is that uh, you know I guess when I left my my role as an equ- uh, equities trader in 2014, I was based in Singapore at the time. Um, my wife's actually Japanese, and my company uh, was moving us back home, and they gave us the uh, opportunity to move. Uh, either back to to Japan or Australia, um, the, and the result ended up being Australia purely from the perspective of um, I my belief was that the economic standing of this country was far superior uh, to a lot of other countries that I am seeing or had been seeing out there. Uh, Sydney, in particular, was a big driver of that uh, economy and still is uh, at the moment. It's about a third of the um, Australian economy is driven by the New South Wales economy and, you know, Sydney as a whole, there's a lot of work, a lot of infrastructure, there's a lot of uh, jobs uh, being created in this city uh, as opposed to any other city in, in Australia. And so I guess that's been my mantra. Um, certainly at different times, though, it's, it's Sydney's becoming a little bit more mature in the part, this part of the cycle, though, and you are going to see um, other uh, capital cities um, start to move um, at greater rates of acceleration. Um, but, you know, it's whether or not that they are more risky still than investing in Sydney at the moment. So uh, risk has been a predominant factor in my investment thesis. Weeding strategy when investing in a property is to look at the rentability factor. He also believes that overcoming fear when initially investing in a property is crucial. People generally are fearful of investing in property um, uh, because of of the leverage and the debt and this is normal, uh, completely understandable. People wonder how on earth I'm going to actually pay this debt off but the reality is um, as an experienced investor knows you need that leverage Um, and so, you know, for me, um, I've historically been a, a capital growth investor. Um, I believe in quality over quantity, as I mentioned, and I think the secret, therefore, is building your capital base as high as possible, uh, but you're trying to keep your holding costs at a minimum. Um, so I mentioned the property that I had in Balmain that I bought in 2005. Um, I still own that property and I have renovated it um, So in attempt to add value, which has happened. Um, in 2009, I bought uh, an apartment in Mossman um, as well. At the time, wasn't that expensive. I think it was about $735,000, um, certainly not expensive in today's money. Um, and uh, the third property I bought in um, uh, 2012 uh, was a house in Northbridge, uh, which is uh, in a lower North Shore suburb of Sydney. Um, it was a house. It was an apartment. It was on a very large, uh, reasonably large block of land. Um, and, it, you know, over the course of um, – the last three or four years, I guess, since that cycle has moved, um, they've obviously done very well on the back of that. Um, when I looked at those properties, I guess, you know, I, I and I will say that um, when I did purchase the last two properties, I was overseas um, and I did use a buyer's agent um, to purchase both those properties. Um, and I was in the country for uh, both of them. Um, at the time, and it was just a matter of going around and looking at 
I liked those areas. I, I went around and looked at several properties um, before I made the selection. Um, but there were you know different attributes for those properties. But it was really about the rentability factor. Would a tenant want to rent these properties? Um, was was one of the ma- main driving forces because that's really um, one of the big key things if you if you um, when you are investing because that's what's going to keep your holding costs down. The value of Weeding's properties increased over the years. He now owns a substantial property portfolio. The Balmain property was about seven hundred thousand dollars as well. <laughs> the the uh, Mossman property was seven thirty five, if I remember correctly, um, and the Northbridge uh, house, I think, was touching on one point eight mil. Um, yeah, so the three of them together now combined are probably um, you know in the vicinity of of that six million dollar mark. Wow. Okay. And roughly, when you're saying talking about um, holding costs. How much would something like that be costing you at this point in time to hold these properties? I'm still negatively geared on the three of them. Um, I uh, and and I am living in one of them at the moment. Um, but the uh, I think I'd say probably altogether they're running at maybe a ten grand uh, cost for me for the year. Um, uh, so you know, in if if the market is going up sort of five percent a year. Uh, on a six million dollar capital base, um, that's three hundred grand a year. Um, and if it's costing me ten, then I'm happy with that. Coming up after the break, Weeding talks about his use of a buyer's agent and how that worked for him. People definitely um, see get the value for different reasons, um, whether it's saving it off the price of the purchase of the property, whether it's because they're not in the country, whether it's time. Um, you know whether it's getting them into the market so that they don't so they actually get a, a higher uh, so, you know you're getting into the market now rather than waiting six months time and you're missing out on that capital growth in the meantime um, there are diff- different reasons and certainly I found uh, that the cost was worth it um, when I was when I used a buyer's agent. He also divulges on what the key influences were that led him on his property investing journey. It set my mindset on the right course to kind of work out how I could get wealthy uh, by getting my money to work for me. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Hey, podcast listeners. If you're finding this podcast super informative, then guess what? I'm giving you an exclusive free case study from property investors like this one just for listening. These case studies are from experienced property investors where they share specific strategies and numbers of their portfolio. Simply text me your email address to 0499881040 to get your free case studies. Now back to the show. The use of a buyer's agent aided weeding as he was able to continue his property journey whilst living overseas. At the time, um, I certainly wasn't as well versed in the property market as I am now um, and I wasn't in the location. I was proximity restricted, of course, being overseas. Uh, I felt like I needed someone on the ground to do this for me um, and I was happy to pay that fee for them to do it for me. Um, you know. Both experiences were fantastic and 
I've found, you know, doing that role myself now, which is obviously one of the reasons why I'm doing this role now, is that I enjoyed it. I just thought it was a fantastic service. And I think, you know, people people in, you know, particularly living in Sydney, um, because the price have done so well and they, you know, you could buy any old property in the last three or four years and it's probably done well in value. But in now if the market starts if the market does start peaking or if there is some sort of downturn for whatever reason, you know, the, the property that's, you know, front facing onto the Princess Highway um, or, uh, you know, in one of the big apartment blocks around Walleye Creek, um, potentially it's, you know, you're not going to be, you're going to run into either vacancy rates or, um, you know, if some people have to get out for whatever reason and sell their property, there could be a lot more stock on the market, which is going to uh, be a concern and when you're trying to be financially devastating if you do have to sell your property. He believes that a buyer's agent can be very helpful as they can come in and have the insider knowledge to find the right deals. And I think probably one of the other advantages too, um, one of the properties that I did buy was off market. Um, and so I certainly wouldn't have been able to access that property without them being there. For weeding, the advantage of a buyer's agent outweighs the short-term fee involved. People definitely um, see get the value for different reasons, um, whether it's saving it off the price of the purchase of the property, whether it's because they're not in the country, whether it's time, um, you know, whether it's getting them into the market so that they don't, so they actually get a, a higher. Uh, so, you know, you're getting into the market now rather than waiting six months' time and you're missing out on that capital growth in the meantime. Um, there are diff- different reasons and certainly I found uh, that the cost was worth it um, when, I was, when I used a buyer's agent. The best book recommendation he ever received was from a former colleague. Weeding explains why he's excited about the Australian economy from a macro perspective and what that means for future investors. The person that really started steering me in the right direction um, was actually one of my former uh, colleagues actually at, the, at um, the bank I was working at. Uh, it was a guy by the name of Richard Waddington. Uh, he's a mortgage broker now at um, Mortgage Hub actually. And um, back in sort of 98, 99, um, he actually advised me to read um, Jan Summers' How to Build Wealth Through Investment Property. Um, and that really resonated with me that book um it set my mindset on the right course to kind of work out how i could get wealthy uh by getting my money to work for me that's great and a lot of people who i've spoken to and interviewed in the past on this podcast have also recommended very very highly jan summers's books as well and i've had jan on the podcast as well and she's she's phenomenal (laughs) it's amazing it's a bit like the Old Testament of the Bible, I'd say. Not not that it's outdated now, but it's certainly um, you know the, the 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 Bible when it comes to uh, in, investing in property. I think the best advice he has received was to gain as much knowledge as possible to get in the right frame of mind and understand the basics of investments before making the leap. I think, funnily enough, was um, spend a lot of money uh, on my wedding so my wife would be happy. Um, <laughs> but um, and that that worked quite well. Um, but um, look, apart from that, I think you know the, what I just alluded to um, from uh, uh, the gentleman that uh, helped steer me in the right direction um, was to to read. Um, I think that's probably the best advice. Gain as much knowledge as you can um, because you really have to get in the right frame of mind and understand the basics 
around any type of investment, any investment, before you start going gung-ho into anything. Other books recommended by Weedy include the following. I'd recommend um, one of uh, a gentleman by the name of Michael Yardney who has a couple of great books out. Either I'd either read The Rules of Property or How to Build a Multi-Million Dollar Portfolio in Your Spare Time. Um, I'd read uh, a book written by a guy called Pete Wargent. Uh, it's called Get a Financial Grip. I think he's got another new book out now at the moment too um, as well. Uh, and also, of course, um, our director uh, at Byside, Josh Masters, has a book out called Why Property, Why Now, which is a, a, a very succinct, uh, concise and easy-to-read uh, introduction uh, to investment property, um, it, it's a it's a good Sunday afternoon read um, for anyone who's interested in the property market. The personal habit that Weeding does day to day is to continue having the right mindset and by ignoring the media spins in the process. I just think my mindset is very important, and I believe with the right mindset you can you can do anything. Um, one of the key things uh, that contribute to the right type of mindset. Uh, on the property front, though, is not focusing on the media too much. Um, the media really just wants a story and they'll take a spin on anything to obviously get readers to click on their page. Uh, a lot of information will lead you to think one thing, but it's actually the polar opposite of what is happening. So not too much focus, uh, so, so too much focus on the media uh, is, ba- is a bad thing for a property investors. So try and try and filter through all the, all the, um, uh, rubbish if you can. Weeding would advise his younger self to buy as much property as he can afford and to stick to his goals. Make sure you buy as much property as you can afford. To keep me in the right frame of mind, have the right mindset, I would have just be telling myself to stay the course uh, and stick to the plan and you will actually get there in the end. And I think that's, that's going to be really good advice to uh, a lot of your uh, listeners. Lastly, he's most excited about Australia's economic prospects. He believes there are many opportunities waiting for investors. I'm really excited about Australia and its economic prospects for the future. Uh, It's a very diverse country and there's a lot of change that's coming via uh, education uh, in regard to gender and marriage equality and improving the lives of Native Australians. And I'm a big believer in improving these aspects of any society um, because uh, the economics of that society generally f- flourish when that's the case. Weeding likes to look at investing from a macroeconomic perspective. I am very macro. I, I like looking at um, very much top-down approach to things. Um, and, you know, there's evidence around the world, uh, particularly from a gender equality standpoint, when uh, the you know the economic standing and the standing of women in a in the society, when that happens, the economics of a society improve, um, uh, the standard of living improves. Sydney can possibly be a good example in respect to where, you know, there's a lot of two-income households in this city now, where you know previous. 20, 30 years ago, that may not necessarily have been the case. And when that's happened, you know, you, you start to see households have greater incomes, greater disposable incomes. And on the back of that, housing prices have gone up. Um, you know, other prices, prices of other things go up as well. But clearly, like, people are much, uh, they're, they're, they're much better off when that when that happens. And there's, there's a 
better feeling amongst people within society. People feel more empowered um, and it's, it's just a better thing as a whole, I think. Weeding believes that the Australian economy has changed due to more women entering the workforce. Oh, it's probably a combination of things. There's certainly um, uh, you know, more opportunities for employment for, uh, for women. I think the, um, the nature of a family to get ahead for their children as well, you know, keeping up with the Joneses mentality um, has, has partly been the case for that. But, you know, Australia in the last 10, 15, 20 years too has become a, uh, a wealthier nation. Um, and and there's been more job opportunities out there uh, for for those people or for everybody and and so you know to as part of of keeping potentially keeping wage costs lower as well um, women have been um, been brought out to the to the workforce. If you wish to connect with Ben Weeding, learn more about his strategy or find out more about his mortgage services, you can reach out to him via... Look, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I'm also on Facebook um, and I'm also on um, Property Chat uh, as well, uh, www.propertychat.com um, and I'm happy to answer any queries anyone may have uh, to help them along their journey. Thank you to Ben Weeding, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Simply type in the search bar Ben Weeding and select that episode to learn more about his story. Also, if you haven't subscribed to receive your free property case studies that I only send out exclusively via email, then head over to propertyinvestory.com and subscribe. These real case studies are from experienced property investors where they share specific numbers of their portfolio, the strategies and much more. Simply visit propertyinvestory.com to receive your free case studies. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.